why are there so many lonely men who are showing up in today's society? Why are so many men not finding the women to fulfill their their life? We're going to be talking about that this week on episode 152 of The Relaxed Male. This is The Relaxed Male, a show that comes to you each week helping men to remove the nice guy from their life so they can actually live their life on their terms. Join the host, certified coach, Brian Goodwin, as he helps men step out of their heads and become free from the thoughts that bind them. Hey man, hello and welcome to Relax Mail. All right, so this <laughs> this is this is getting frustrating, actually, because this is like my fifth time to actually record this. Got it nailed down. I had had an awesome episode uh, on recorded on episode four, and then summarily up and turned around and deleted it completely. Uh <laughs> so uh, we're, uh, we're 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 trying this. We're going to try this again. Sadly, so so who knows? Maybe the fifth time's the charm. I'll actually get everything nailed this nailed down this time. So anyhow, guys, hello and welcome to the Relax Mail. I am your host Brian. I'm a certified men's coach. I help men better the relationship, better who they are, better get rid of the nice guy that's in their life, so that they can actually start living life on their terms. And help them to become the men that society and their families need. And today we're talking about Rise of the Lonely Man. Why there are so many men who are not getting married. Why so many men are not even able to find a date. And with that, we're going to be actually be diving into an article that I came across on Psychology Today. But before we do that, I want to welcome all the new guys who are present on this show First time listening, second time listening, man, hello and welcome to the group. Welcome to the community. I am pleased and tickled because our numbers are growing more and more each week. Every time I look at, uh, look at how we're, our stats are doing, we're going up and to the right, just as we're knocking it out of the park. We're getting more and more and more men to, uh, to hear this message, to realize that the nice guy is not the way to go. And it's doing just the fact that I am actually able to help these men get out of there and that you men yourselves are leading men to this, uh, to the show is absolutely amazing. And I appreciate it tremendously. Now we're talking today about lonely men, men who are not dating, men who are having a hard time actually dating, finding a, finding a woman and where this came from is I, my attention was brought to a psychology today article called the rise of the lonely single men. Men need to address their deficits to meet a healthier relationship expectation. And yeah, that little second part of it should probably show you and tell you that they're going to miss the mark a big way on here. Now the article was actually put together by a guy named Greg Matos and he actually, he's got three points that he actually kind of nails down as to why men are not dating so much. And those reasons are dating apps, relationship standards and skills deficits, dating apps. And I'm going to address all three of these. And so, but what he 
kind of started off saying, we'll go ahead and get the majority of what his very short article is about. Younger and middle-aged men are the loneliest they've been in generations, and it's probably going to get worse. This is not my typical rosy view of relationships, but in reality, nonetheless, over the last 30 years, men have become a growing portion of that growing group of long-term single people. And while you don't necessarily need to be in a relationship to be happy, men typically are happier and healthier when they are partnered. Here are three broad trends in relationship landscape that suggest heterosexual men are in for a rough road ahead. And he points out those dating apps, relationship standards, and skills deficits. For dating apps, he says whether you're starting to date or you've recently, you're recently divorced and dating again, Dating apps are a huge driver of new romantic connections in the United States. The only problem is that upwards of 62% of users are are men, and many women are overwhelmed by the number of options they have. Competition on in online dating is fierce, and lucky in-person chance encounters with dreamy partners are rarer than ever. And we're going to dive into that a whole lot because there's a lot to really break down into there. Relationship standards. With so many options, it's not surprising that women are increasingly selective. And rightfully, I'm going to preface, jump in here real quick. Rightfully so, women should be selective. Women should make the critical choice. Now, with that, I'll continue. <clears throat> the, the author speaks with hundreds of audience members every week. He says that he hears a recurring dating themes from women between the ages of 25 and 45 that they prefer men who are emotionally available, who are good communicators, and who share their values. The third uh, caveat or third part, point is skills deficit. For men, this means relationship skills gap that if not addressed will likely lead to fewer dating opportunities and longer periods of being single. There's less patience for poor communication skills today. The problem for men is that emotional connection is the life bond of a healthy, long-term love, and it requires all the skills that families still are not consistently teaching young boys. And then it continues on, while there's probably no chance of stemming the rising tide of unintentional single men, there is some good news. Algorithms are becoming uh, increasingly more complex on dating apps and other online platforms. One result in is that great matches are on the rise. One dating app, Hinge, found that uh, beta trials that 90% of the users rated their first date positively, 72% indicated that they wanted a second date. Now, how can men reap the benefit of the algorithms? Level up your mental health game. This means getting into some individual therapy to address your skills gap. It means valuing your own inter internal world and respecting your ideas enough to communicate them effectively. It means that seeing intimacy, romance, and emotional connection is worthy of your time and effort. Ultimately, we have the opportunity to revolutionize romantic relationships and establish new, healthier norms, dating with the, starting with the first date. It's likely that some of these romances will transform, be transformative, healing, disruptive, disrupting general trauma and establishing a fresh culture of admiration and validation. Men have a key role in this formation, but only if they go all in. It's going to take that kind of commitment to themselves to their mental health, and to the kind of love they want to generate in the world. Will we step up? That's all. That's all this article says. And there is so much in here that I want to dive into. All right. So first off, let's jump on to the, uh, 
jump into the <clears throat> the main points. Now, the main points there are several main points on this um, that I could actually just bristle over and show why some of today's society is overcomplicating things. They're making things so much damn harder than what it actually has to be. Number one, online dating creates lonely men. This is a huge problem. Guys, why are you looking to a dating app? Well, that's because all the girls, that's the only place you can find girls. No, bull roar. I could tell you you're lying to yourself with that. The reason why you're using dating apps is because it is easier. It is easier to pull up a porn site and to flog the dolphin at simulated sex than to actually take the time to go out, meet a real physical woman, build the trust enough in her so that she actually wants to go off and have sex with you. It's actually easier to do that. It's easier to go on to a, a, an app and swipe left or swipe right. That's a heck of a lot easier. Now, they're talking about, well, we're making the algorithm better. Are they really? Are they really going to, what, what would benefit them to have an app where they charge a membership fee, the app goes, well, here's somebody. Ooh, that one worked right off right off the first bat or the second bat. That was awesome. Great. Sweet. Let's go. And off they go and they don't come back. And so they are, they're on an app for one, two months. That's way too much churn. So no, the algorithm wants you to have decent, will probably get improved where they want you to have a decent dating experience but not enough to where you y'all two start hooking up and y'all are a pair y'all are an item now so no the the app the algorithm is going to do better is benefit people better if they keep lonely men single yeah they may be able to find more girls to go with but at the same time when it comes to dating apps Talk to any women, and they're going to tell you 90% of the time, the guys are there looking just for a hookup. And why is the men always looking for just a hookup? Well, that's because women are making it easy for them to be a, just do hookups. Women are making unrealistic demands of men. The same as men used to make unrealistic demands of women. Now, because society is rolling over right now, we're changing sides. We've got more we've got men and we've got more women coming into into the corporate world and coming into into the business world than what men are these days because women are making more because women are there are more women in college women in college are not finding the men of their of their of their dreams at college anymore because there's like only, tw I think it's getting a close to, it's got to be getting close to where 75% of the school is all women. And so there's a little bitty minuscule amount of 25% of the men are, are out there dating girls while in college because there's only like 25, maybe, I mean, upwards to maybe at the most. 45. So it, give them benefit of the doubt. Maybe there's only 55% of the, of the people in college are women. That still means <clears throat> there's more. Sorry, I got a frog in my throat. There are more women 
in college, more women coming into higher paying jobs than what men are these days. And that women need some particular items. One is that they need to make sure they want to make sure that they are being taken care of. So for them to be able to find a guy who is making more money than them, if they're making more money now, that means that men have to be making more money for them to, to, for women to see men as the success objects that they are. And if you are, just, you know, working a typical nine to fiver and you're not, you're not climbing the corporate ladder. You're not going to look as attractive to the high value women as a guy who is, you know, in, you know, class the in the upper echelons of the, of the corporate world. I hear women talk about, they want men to start opening up about their feelings. And like I said, the, uh, the author said in stand relationship standards that the women want men to be emotionally available. Actually, no, they don't. The proof is in the pudding on the divorce rates. What men who become emotionally available and share all their emotions with the women, the women get absolutely tired of it and skip town. They go find some other dude. They go find a bad boy. They go find somebody else to go hang around with and to sleep with and leave, leave, you know, emotionally available hubby at home with kids. Women don't want their men to be their girlfriend. And that's what they're actually, they claim they, they want men to be emotionally available for them. They don't. They want to have a trusted girlfriend. And that's something men can't do. It's, it's absolutely impossible for a man to be the girlfriend of their wife. We can be a boyfriend. We can be the, the man of their life. But we can't be the girlfriend. That's where women actually need to get out and start building up their own group of girls and have one who can be a confidant so that they can actually have Girlfriend talk. They also state that they want men who are good communicators. Well, you know, I had to kind of call BS on that one also, because you can't have a Fortune 500 company unless you have good communication. To be able to get all those individual parts turning like they need to so that you produce the most profit, you have to have good communication. You have to be able to communicate. If you're starting up a business and you're trying to hire people, you have to have good communication skills. You have to be able to communicate the, what you're wanting and how you want it. If you're in the military, you're going to have some damn good communication skills, man. Why? Because they gotta, the general has to be able to tell the private what to do. So they have to have a form of communication that is very effective and authoritative and assertive form of communication. And that's how most men actually talk. They talk in an assertive manner. And when they do, they're able to communicate quite nicely. Now, a lot of the feminists want men to talk in a very passive tone. And 
a lot of men do and they do and it becomes passive aggressive or it turns into aggressive tones and passive tones, aggressive tones, passive aggressive, uh, communication styles are ineffectively, uh, ineffective in communication. Assertive communication is the only one that's truly effective. So when men communicate, people listen. Third wave feminist doesn't want people to be able to listen to them. So they want to be able to make sure that you, your relationship standards, when they say they want good communication skills, what women actually are talking about is that they actually want men to sit there and listen to what they have to say. And that is definitely something you can do. Sit down, listen, ask questions, get curious about what her day was. That will open up the door for better communications, better connection than you doing anything else. Now, you said talk about going to uh, uh, the doctor uh, uh, talked about how that uh, men need to start going, getting some individual therapy to to address skills gap. No, you don't need therapy to get skills gap. You might need some coaching. And if you want some coaching, I'm able to help you out. You can go to relaxmail.com forward slash coaching, fill out a form. We'll set up a consult call and we'll see how we can get some coaching into your life so that you can actually improve your communication skills. Therapy is not going to do that. Sitting there looking at what your what uh, what trauma you've been in, which is just the most almost most loathed word I've heard uh, I've heard about in uh, this in the past couple of years is because everything is trauma nowadays. We got trauma this and trauma that, and I'm I'm not even going to go down that that road. But you can af- communicate effectively. It is actually possible to communicate effectively. Men have been doing it for thousands of years, been able to communicate quite well. To be able to communicate and to have a woman believe she is being communicated to is to means to allow her to help her talk to you, ask her questions, act like you're somewhat interested in what she is saying. You do that, and she's going to have a better connection with you than any other thing. Now, one thing you will notice is that both sides are so desperate for quick uh, for quick access, and that's the problem where um, where apps come into play. Like I said, modern apps are nothing more than masturbatory tools. Women are thinking they have to sleep with men right off the bat to be able to get them to, uh, to have a chance to get their attention. And sadly, that's setting men up for being for, for failure in all reality, because guys don't have to try that hard. All they have to pretty much do is show up and they're almost guaranteed to get a little nookie here and there. If you get out and you actually start seeing people, you start actually meeting women in the real life, in the real world instead of through a, a, a dating app, you're going to find that it's a lot better. You have a better connection. You have, you start actually seeing the person eye to eye instead of just looking at a picture of her and going, okay, that's nice. What does she say? Oh, okay. Cause I'll text though communicates a lot doesn't communicate everything person to person contact 
it communicates so much more than just a quick little text message, a little DM here and there. If you want to be able to have a better connection with a girl, have better connection with somebody, even with your wife, one of the things you have to do is actually sit down, look at her face to face, look at her eye to eye and ask her questions about her day. What was it like? Oh, really? I bet you that's, that sucked. Why did it suck for you? Ask questions, get involved, get curious about it. That's the, that, that can be challenging, especially if you're not used to being curious. Most of us guys are just like, uh-huh. Oh yeah, that sucks. Okay. And that's all we do. We do a little parroting here and there. We make a, make a grunt from time to time, let them know that we're still, you know, we're still in the present. But if you could actually sit there and look her right in the eye, if the girl you're dating, you can look right in the eye while you're talking. She knows you're present. She knows you're right here in that room with her. She knows that you are actually hearing the words she's saying. You'll go a heck of a lot further in a 30-minute conversation than you will in two months of texting. Simply because you're actually looking eye to eye. Do men need to have better communication skills? Well, not really. But it, would, it wouldn't hurt either. I mean, there's a lot of books out there on how to communicate better. How to hold a conversation. And you know what most of them say? Ask questions. You ask questions about this or that, and you see something interesting, you hear something a little different. Ask them about that. Get curious. That's the whole line of it. Be curious. Yeah, but you've been married for 26 years. What else can you be curious about? A lot, man. You can be a curious about a lot that happens in your wife's wife's life for that very day. Cuz you were at work at work. You weren't at home with her. You don't and not to mention even if you were sitting right there beside her, you still aren't aware of what all her thoughts were. And you won't know until you start asking her, "Well, what was the thought behind that?" So what why were you th- why were you, uh, why did that scare you? Why did, why were you worried about this or that or, you know, until you start asking questions, you're not going to know. You may assume, but it doesn't mean that you actually know. So now with modern relationships, I mean, we're, there's a lot of cultural issues that are coming about and, that are causing women to not be happy about the quality of men. And the basic of it, of it is men don't see a reason they have to try. If a man was to show up at your house and he was in, you know, a tank top and, and basketball shorts and unlaced tennis shoes. And he was like, all right, well, let's go to, let's go out. A good chance that because your women think that, oh, well, I've got, I mean, this is the best I'm getting tonight. I, or I, if I don't go out, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm missing out. And so they go instead of telling the guys like, okay, you've got to go change first. Go put on something nice. Wash your armpits, man. Wash the back of your knees. No one wants greasy knee pits or armpits or elbow pits or, you know, who knows how much dirt you have built up behind your ears. When was the last time you scrubbed your le- your your knees, scrubbed your legs, scrubbed the bottom of your feet? 
there's a lot of places that can get smelly. And man, if you actually use some decent smelling soap and then after that, dressed in some nice clothes, whatever you wear, up the game just a step. So like if you're wearing used to wearing t-shirt and a basketball and basketball shorts, then put on some nice khaki shorts. Doesn't have to be pants. You can still wear shorts if you want to be comfortable. Put on some nice khaki shorts and a polo shirt of all things. Just up your game a touch and you'll be a you'll be miles ahead of any other guy because all the rest of the guys are still acting and dressing like bums. You're, if you're going to take the time to dress yourself up and look pleasant, then guess what? You've got a better chance than any any of the rest of the slobs that are trying to get a woman on a dating app. Because one, you're sitting there going out, going out, meeting women in public, taking the chance of being told no to your face, which is scary. I get it, especially for a nice guy. A woman tells the nice guy, no, he takes that shit personally. But if you can take a no, take a rejection and go, all right, well, that's just not the, that girl's not for me, but this one over here is even more beautiful. Let's go talk to her and try that. You'll find somebody who is attracted to you. Now, the, another issue that we're running around, running into is because of society becoming so free and so open with the, the sex part of, of dating that we've got a lot of guys who have become bonobo monkeys. Now, if you're not, not aware of it, a bonobo monkey is one of the few animals that has sex for the pleasure of it. And in fact, they have, a, they're so open about it. The guys actually don't actively pursue the girls they just kind of hang out they just kind of lounge around and a girl a girl bonobo monkey comes along and climbs in his lap humps him for a little while it's like okay well then and is off to find another guy the guy the male bonobo monkey doesn't have to do crap he doesn't have to and that sounds nice yeah, to be able to just lay, sit in a, sit in your easy boy and just wait for for a girl to come walking by, jump on your lap, hump you for a little bit, and then get up and no no problem whatsoever, no ramifications of it, no you know no no connection. It sounds great, but I can tell you, it'd be a misery. If you took the time to slow down. And actually get to knowing a girl. If you want to be able to have a good marriage, you need to have a good dating system. When it comes to dating, hopping in bed the first night is not it. And especially, guy, if you don't go off and try to try to sleep with her right off the bat, you're going to cause all sorts of thoughts in the girl. Because she's used to men, you know, being aggressive. And if the guy is not the aggressive, the girl tries to be aggressive. But if you actually were to hold back and go, oh, hold up, hold up, We're, we could slow it down. Let's get to know each other. Be a little bit old fashioned, man. You might find out that you get more 
get to know a girl a heck of a lot more. And you may find out that she's actually got some really cool ideas. You really like where she, where she's going in her thoughts. You may actually like who she is. And when you have that type of connection, you actually start finding her even sexier. And when she finds you to be intellectually challenging and intellectually great, and she has an emotional connection with your, with who you are, she's going to find you even sexier. Men married 25, 26 years, and you ain't having much sex. You don't want to know why you ain't getting sex very often. It's because you're not being attractive to her. You're not attractive. You have stopped trying to date her. That's why people say you need to take your wife out on a date. Because when you go out on a date, what you're actually supposed to do is dress yourself up, make yourself look good, make yourself smell nice, get your hair combed, get your beard brushed out, make it look nice, get it trimmed, get all your hair cut, look good, present yourself, look to the nines. You know, yeah, I'm not saying you have to dress up in a tuxedo, but at least look better than what you do on the other days. Maybe you dress, dress in a suit. You have her get in a dress and y'all go to a really fancy restaurant. And while you're at that fancy restaurant, you're asking questions, man. Ask the questions. Tell, get her to tell you about your day. Get her to tell you what she wants, what her dreams and her hopes and dreams are. And this works not just for men who are married for 26 years. This also works for men who are just now finding women to date. Now, something else that the good doctor talked about is the skill deficits. He talked about getting therapy, becoming emotionally available. And uh, what was the other thing? Uh, I think basically those two. So talk about his skills deficits. What those skills deficits are, very surface oriented. This this guy, he strikes around, gets all the way around, talks about what the problem is, but never actually addresses the problem. The problem is that, yeah, do men, do men know how to communicate? Yeah, we've established that. Why do people have, why do men have problems or young men have problems communicating? Well, that would actually be in the skills deficit, not teaching the young boys how to communicate effectively. Why? Because boys need men to teach them how to communicate effectively. Women can't teach boys how, how to do that. They could teach them how to speak in a passive tone, but not to communicate effectively. And that's where a lot of the problem with younger men dating and not having that emotional connection is because they don't know how to communicate. They haven't had men, they haven't been exposed to how men talk to each other. They haven't been exposed to how men talk to women. They haven't been exposed to any of that. And so they don't know how going to going to a therapist to learn how to do that. Isn't going to be the in the solution. If you want to know how to actually start communicating better, find a band of brothers, start finding men that you can see on a weekly basis. Y'all get together. Y'all have poker night. Y'all y'all talk to uh, y'all Sit around, have a beer, go camping, go hunting, you know, do go to an archery range, do something for several hours together, if not a weekend together. Sit down, play cards, checkers, 
go fish, you know, whatever, but have a bunch of guys that are all part of a tight group meet with each other weekly at best. If you can't do it, you know, at, at the very, very minimum once a month, this helps men get the masculinity that they need masculine injection into their life that they need. And when they have that, they can share that with their, with the women in their lives. So is there skill, skill deficit? Yeah. But it's sadly, it's because there are very, very few men in families today. Most of these men have moved out of the house. They've been, they've gone through a divorce and they're moved out of the house or they have, or they're, uh, just not present. Most of them have either become, you know, they've got out of wedlock children or they're, or they're divorced. And the very small few that's still there, most of those men are doing their damnedest to make sure they raise the boys right. Do they need therapy? Do these boys need therapy? I don't know. It, could, it can't hurt. But at the same time, it's for very specific issues that need to be addressed. To go get therapy so that you can, you know, have a better communication skill with your with your wife or your with your a girl a potential girlfriend. No, that's not that's not what therapy does. Coaching does that, but not therapy. Therapy looks into your past, sees where you've ran into where a problem cropped up and what what the coping mechanism was for that particular problem. And that therapist then helps you change that coping mechanism to something that is more productive and gets you up to a baseline. Now, they also talked about needing men to become more emotionally available. Well, I'm going to tell you, that's a bunch of hooey right there. Women don't like men who come in crying because Bob in accounting was mean to him. As a matter of fact, you want to look, there was uh, earlier this year, this month, uh, Jordan Peterson was on uh, Piers Morgan's show and was doing an interview. And they were actually talking about uh, some things and talked about how like involuntary celibate men, the incels were so frustrated and, Jordan Peterson cared about those guys so much and the frustration of, of how society treats these guys was so painful to him that he actually teared up and got choked up on public television, on live television in front of millions of viewers. What did most of those women, most of those people who howl and stand on top of uh, roofs claiming that they want men to be emotionally available for them. What did they do? They ridiculed him. They called him names. They made fun of him. The fact that he was crying. That proves my point right there. Women do not want men who will cry on their shoulders. Men do need to cry. And when they do, that's what, that's who their band of brothers is for. They talk, they share the negative emotions, the negative problems, the negative thoughts with their band of brothers. And that's why men need other men in their lives. They bring the light 
and the joy and the happiness and the good times to their wife and their family. They do not share that with their, with that, with that group. They share the negative and the bad and the dark stuff with their brothers. And until men get that figured out and get it through our thick skulls, that that's how it needs, how you want to be able to communicate, women are going to be unhappy. They're going to claim that they want you to be emotionally available, but yet that is not what they want. You come in crying about so and so and such and such. She's going to go, yeah, okay, he's a big old tip bag. I am out of here. I cannot handle this shit. And they will. They will leave. And that's one reason why it's what is it like 65, 70% of all divorces are from women now. And it's all because they're men are doing what they want. They want them to be emotionally available. Boom, emotionally available. And the women are going, I can't handle this crap. And they're out. They check out. They're like, sayonara, check you later. Out. Check you later, dude. I'm gone. So the problem isn't that they want men to be emotionally available. They want an emotional connection. And yeah, it's a challenge to have an emotional connection these days because we have that phone in our hand. We have that television in our, uh, stuck in front of us. We have DVR. So if we miss a television show, we can record it and watch it after we watch the one that we're watching right now. We're so busy wanting to watch television and catch that dopamine hit from from Facebook and YouTube and Instagram and all the other places. And then on top of that, be in the know because we watched Game of Thrones. So we're busy entertaining ourselves instead of having entertainment with our loved one, with our wife, with our girlfriend, with the woman of our of our life. We're too busy. Spanking the monkey to a porn video, then taking the time to try to woo our wife and let her spank our monkey. So why do we, why are we having problems? Because it's easier to not address what the real problem is. This good doctor, uh, Matma, uh, Matama or Matamo, what is his damn name? <laughs> uh, his name is Greg something. Greg, Greg, Greg Matos. Greg Matos. It's easier to just point a finger and go, ah, it's dating apps. Ah, guys don't know how to communicate. Women want men who communicate and share their feelings. No, honestly, think about it. Step back. Look at the big picture and tell me truly women want men to share their feelings. No, they don't. They want men to share the good times with them. They want women, men to be there so that the women can take their negative emotions, their negative thoughts, dump them onto the man because men are equipped to be able to handle that. That's why we can take so much negativity in our life. And then turn around and take that negativity and we share it amongst our band of brothers. So that weight of all that negativity is evenly distributed amongst our friends. And that burden goes away. Can we cry in front of us? Shoot. Yeah, man. If you, if something bad, like your parent, your parents died. Yeah. You can cry in front of your friends. You can cry in front of your wife. You can cry in front of your kids. I recommend it. 
cry to your wife because you know Alexander and 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 marketing called your idea idiotic. Well, it probably was then. Good chance it was a dumb idea, and so you know, crying about it's not fixing it. Especially crying about it to your wife. So how do you start getting more dates? How do you start getting more women in your life? The solution is simple. It's not easy because it takes a lot of failure, but it is doable. First off, start going out. Think of where your target woman might be. What type of woman do you want? Then go. find, Figure out where she's at. And know that it's not going to be at like someplace like a singles bar. Because if you're going to a singles bar, guess what? There's a bunch of single people there. There's no proof that they like being married in those places. You want to go someplace where you see a bunch of married women. Not to pick up married women, but to, you're gonna. Their married women are gonna have single friends, and those single friends are looking for somebody to marry. You're gonna have single women in those married women's groups, and they're gonna be looking for men. They're gonna want to find a man. What aspects of that woman do you want? Do you like where and find? out where that is. A lot of times, believe it or not, guys, church is still a really good place to find a good woman. Not to mention, you'll find a really good group of men there too. Oh, I can't stand the hypocrites that go there. Well, you know what? Church is a, is a hospital for sinners. It's not a museum for saints. So yeah, there's a bunch of, a uh, bunch of uh, sinners in a, in a, in a church. It's a big surprise. You're a sinner too, if you believe in, in Christianity. And so guess what? You've got something in common. You sin, she sins, y'all sin. All right. Once you start getting out and you start meeting with women, start talking to them. Hey, how you doing? And then start asking questions. Start Find some good questions. You can go to go to like a, a question generator and, you know, pull up five, six questions, write them down, memorize them. And that be the, let those be your, 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 your go-tos if you run out of stuff to talk about. And when they answer, look them in the face, talk with them, have a good discussion. Ask questions, ask questions, and then ask questions about those questions that you asked. Smile. You can smile. You're allowed. When you go to meet, go take her out on a date, dress up. Get yourself one, two steps better dressed than what you typically do. If you're corporate casual most of the time, all right, well, then maybe throw on a business suit. Throw on a suit. Look a little up your game. Just a step, two steps even better.
pay for the meal, you know, be, think of the traditional dating scene, go to that traditional dating scene and look at it and study it and then recreate that in real life. You will be surprised on that women still wish to go out on these romantic dates. And yeah, it's tough to, to be romantic these days. I have been thinking about it and trying to remember how I was romantic at one time. I used to be, at least I think I used to be. I don't know if I was, you know, our, our memory is a bit partial, but at the same time, you can start dating and you can find a, a quality, good woman who will like to be with you. She will love to be able to love you. But you actually have to put some work in. You're going to do stuff and you're going to screw stuff up and you're going to say stuff wrong and you're going to mess it up time and time and time again. And every time you do, be okay with that mess up and go, all right, well, you know, that was, uh, I learned something from that. I don't want to, I don't want a girl who's, uh, you know, got a high body count. I don't want to date a boss lady. You'll find these out. You'll find out what's what are good flags, green flags. You'll find out what's red flags, and you'll grow. And as you get out and you start meeting real women instead of these fake women who are on dating apps, let the losers hang out in the dating app. You're going out fishing for the real ones, and you can find them. If you want help doing any of this, if you want help being able to find a woman, want to help, you know, Get your, uh, keep your marriage on solid ground. Reach out to me. Go to relaxedmail.com forward slash coaching. Fill out the form. We'll set up a time to have a consult call and we will see how well we can fit where we can help you help or where I can help you so that you become the best man possible. I can help you do this with that. I am so glad that you're able to, y'all were able to come and listen. Man, if anything I said on here resonated with you, send it out. If you can think of a friend who needs to hear this, our podcast apps these days have a share button. Hit that. Share it out as a text. Let him listen. Share it out on your Facebook page and and on your Facebook feed. Share it out onto any Facebook uh, men's group that you happen to know of that would benefit from hearing this. Take it and share it onto Twitter and Instagram and all the places that you're, that you're at. And you think somebody might benefit from hearing this. Let other men know that there is a site out there called the relaxed mail and that there is a guy who is hell bent on getting rid of the nice guy in the world. Wants to make sure these nice guys leave so men can start becoming successful and start living life on in their terms and start feeling like they are being fulfilled and that they're taking actions that will help them become more fulfilled and enriched men. So guys, with that, I want to thank you very much for listening. Y'all take care. We will catch y'all next week. Till then, bye.